Hello, and welcome back to the Historical Hooligans Podcast, where today we are drifting away from our previous imperial colonization topics and now looking at something a little more interesting. Today our main topic of discussion is LSD, and while that may seem a little far-stretched from what we discussed last time, I can ensure that the history behind the drug is absolutely fascinating. The story of LSD begins with a Swiss chemist named Albert Hoffman, who was instructed to do some research on chemical compounds found in the fungus known as ergot. His intentions were to discover an analeptic drug for the circulatory and respiratory system, but during his test of the compound on animals, he determined that it had no apparent medical or health benefits. This lysergic acid diethylamide compound, aka LSD-25 for short, interested Hoffman greatly, and for years he was very curious about its possible effects on humans. So one day Mr. Hoffman thought he would once again create the LSD-25 compound, and in the process, a minute drop landed on his skin. The drop had no major effect on his well-being. It just caused him to feel somewhat dizzy. But on April 19, 1943, Albert Hoffman became the first human to undergo what nowadays is known as an acid trip. After an hour of ingesting the compound, Hoffman had a drastically different visual impression on the world around him, stating that the environment he was looking at was, quote, as though seen in a curved mirror. During his trip, Hoffman rode his bicycle home from work, and today, April 19th, is now well-known as Bicycle Day, recognizing the first acid trip ever. Now you may ask, what is the scientific breakdown going on in your body that causes you to trip? The LSD compound merges with proteins in your brain that are identified as serotonin receptors. Serotonin is responsible for administering emotion, mood, and perception. When LSD binds with these serotonin receptors, it can provoke hallucinations and altered sense of time and sound. With that being said, it is important to note how LSD will affect a person is completely unpredictable. One strip could be completely different to someone else's based on how your brain reacts, how much acid you take, or even your mindset before you trip. With the discovery of this information, the United States government was very curious to experiment with a drug that had such an altering effect on one's perspective and decision-making. This led to the beginning of LSD experimentation and testing on subjects which they labeled as Project MKUltra. The secret program established by the CIA began in the 1950s and lasted for several years, experimenting with LSD amongst other substances, and not only on volunteers, but also on unwilling subjects. The government believed that the drug could be used as a bioweapon in chemical warfare. Their hope was to use the drug's mind-altering effects to act as a psychological weapon. Despite the military's extensive test and research on how the drug could be used for their benefit, the results concluded that the drug's effect was too uncertain due to its possible erratic influence on one's perception. Soon after the end of the MK Ultra experiments, word of the psychedelic drug got out, and it was not long before the general public took great interest. The growing curiosity towards LSD was part of a bigger movement, which soon became known as the hippie counterculture. This hippie counterculture was constructed of people that opposed war, specifically the Vietnam War, commercialism, and overall disposition towards social normalities. Participants in this counterculture had also gotten word of this new drug and its effects. With great recreational experimentation, LSD was able to integrate itself as one of the key components of the counterculture movement. Advocates for the movement became prevalent with figures such as Timothy Leary and Ram Das, who was formerly known as Richard Albert. These men were former Harvard professors who were fired due to their informal experimentation with psychedelics at the university. They preached the saying, turn on, tune in, and drop out, which prompted promoted students to ignore societal norms and live freely, following their souls, some would say. Counterculture was sprung from resentment towards the government, and LSD became so prominent in the culture 
because it allowed for members to escape the reality they disliked so much. While the counterculture movement was sweeping the U.S., the government had officially come to a conclusion on their view on LSD. As the drug grew in popularity, there were reports of the consequences some people endured. Some went crazy, being sent off to psychiatric wards, others killed themselves, or others due to their incoherent perception of reality. Furthermore, the public had found out about the MKUltra experiments, and the government received even more negative publicity for introducing humans to this drug that everyone was concerned of the effects it would have on them. Due to this, the government officially banned the substance in 1968. As well with the demise of counterculture in 1973, LSD had taken a serious hit to its popularity. LSD was still present in the world, but its use and influence had diminished significantly. It was the beginning of an era with a deficient presence of LSD. LSD had been researched countless times, and though results found in a study done in the 1950s, it could have potential to be used as a therapeutic in today's society. Since the drug was banned in the late 60s, these studies did not go much further until now. Recent research is changing how we viewed LSD from a drug that negatively impacts our brain to something that could help with anxiety and depression. It is also being looked at as a treatment for drug dependency. LSD is not just known as a psychedelic, but it is also known as an empathogen, which can help increase empathy and connectedness. This is why LSD was tested on schizophrenics and other mentally handicapped people, so it can help aid the chemical imbalance in their brain. You're probably asking, why did use of LSD as the medical treatment back in the 50s and 60s stop even though results were looking promising? Unfortunately, there is no set in stone reason why the drug was banned, but many have speculated all sorts of things. Some believe that the drug's mind-opening effect is something that the government doesn't want the general public to have access to. They believe that by taking the drug, one will realize the, quote, government's corruption and the, quote, possible secrets that lie beneath our noses. While this is all speculation, the point is certainly valid. But I believe that the drug was legally banned due to its unpredictable individual effects. One person could have the time of their lives on the drug, and another person could take a life or take their own life. It's drastic difference in possible reaction makes it unsafe for public to use. Agreed, but I do believe that the LSD will make a comeback in the medical field. Those with mental illnesses or drug addictions have found significant progress in making a change in their lives from psychedelic therapy. But for the future of the drug, we are yet to discover. For now, we wait for it to become history so we, the historical hooligans, can discuss it. Yes, indeed, we wait for the future. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, and anything in between, This is the Historical Hooligan signing off.